Welcome to See It or Shove It. I'm your host, Greg, and I'm ready to give you my thoughts on this week's selection of movies that are playing in theaters or streaming on your TV. Also this week, I continue my focus on the Emmy nominees in the segment Binge It or Singe It. For our featured movies this week, a group of millennials play the game Bodies, 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 a young woman transforms into Diane Keaton in Mac and Rita, Aubrey Plaza leads a life of crime in Emily the Criminal, and two women go on a dangerous climb in Fall. We are in the throes of the doldrums of moviegoing. August and January-February tend to be the dumping grounds for studios to put out their less interesting titles. Let's see if any of this week's options overcome that reputation. In our first film, a group of friends hunker down during a hurricane and play a game of life and death. This is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Who wants to play Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? So how do you play? If you draw the piece of paper that has the X on it, you are the murderer. Let's go! And if you're the murderer, you have to kill someone by touching them on the back. The most important part, if you come across a body, you have to yell, Body, body, body! Is that the lights? David? Our friend is dead. In this black comedy horror film, girlfriends Sophie and B travel to a hurricane party at Sophie's friend's mansion. The couple is played by Amanda Stenberg, who was so great in the 2018 film The Hate You Give, and Oscar nominee Maria Bakalova. Remember her? She was the actress from the Borat sequel who had a run-in with Rudy Giuliani? Well, when the couple arrives at the mansion, they are greeted with a frosty reception as B is introduced to the other guests, who include David, played by Saturday Night Live's Pete Davidson, his girlfriend Emma, Alice, a self-centered podcaster, her much older boyfriend Greg, and the skeptical Jordan. As the storm approaches, the gang begin a night of debauchery involving alcohol and drugs before they decide to play Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And that's a game where one person is secretly a murderer and then touches another person on the back, therefore killing them, and everyone has to guess who the murderer is. Well, the game goes completely off the rails, and feelings get hurt, causing some to storm off. After the power goes out, they all try to find their way around the mansion before they find David dead outside with his throat slashed. This causes everyone to begin to distrust each other, and as they try to find who the real murderer is before they are all killed themselves. I give this film a... See it! I really enjoyed this film. It was spooky and creepy and had me guessing throughout the entire film. I do love a mystery, and this one doesn't disappoint. There is a great balance between suspense and humor, and it isn't overly scary for those of you who generally don't enjoy horror films. The performances were good, especially Stenberg, who is great in everything she's in, as well as Davidson and Bakalova. I do have to say about Bakalova, after she got nominated for an Oscar for her hilarious turn in the Borat sequel, I wondered if there was a chance at a long career, or if this was one of those one-hit wonders. You know what? She is incredibly magnetic on the screen, and I do look forward to seeing her in more films. 
Next, Academy Award winner Diane Keaton stars as a woman who takes over the life of a much younger woman. This is Mac and Rita. I grew up always feeling like I was an older woman trapped in the body of a little girl. I wrote a book. Matt, if you're not getting paid for something, it's a hobby, and hobbies are disgusting. And I did my darndest to keep my inner old gal to myself. Huh. We. Ra. Lee. Yes. We. Get. Yes. I thought it would be super fun if we all... Lie down. Uh, did a past life regression. What? You should go do it. We'll just meet back up at the house. Mac, played by Elizabeth Lale in the younger version, is a woman who was raised by her grandmother and developed such a bond with her that she never really felt comfortable around people her own age. She always thought of herself as being an old lady trapped in the body of a young girl. This made for a lot of social awkwardness to everyone but her best friend Carla, played by Taylor Page. Carla is engaged to be married and they go off on a bachelorette weekend with the other women in the wedding party. And at one point, the other women want to go to a Bad Bunny concert. But Mac just wants to relax at the hotel. On her way back, she stops by a sketchy tent that is offering a chance to have a past life regression. This is run by Luca, played by Simon Rex. And it involves getting into a tanning bed while he chants gibberish and burns incense. After his routine, Mac is somehow transformed into an older woman, played by Diane Keaton. Not knowing who she is, Carla is ready to call the police before Mac convinces her that something has happened. And while they figure out a solution, Mac is introduced as her fictional Aunt Rita. As Rita adjusts to her new life, she is introduced to Mac's neighbor, Jack, and Carla's mother. Now that she has the freedom to act as she wants, Mac, as Rita, becomes a social media sensation. I give this film a... Shove it. This movie was not funny, and the great actors in it were wasted by a terrible script. Diane Keaton is a wonderful actress, and she's usually very, very funny. As is Taylor Page, who was so good in last year's Zola. If you haven't seen it, you should check that one out. It's very good. They were really handed a turkey to work with on this one. We have seen movies like this before, and they've all been done better. Movies like Big and 13 Going on 30. I was the only person in the theater for this one, and when it ended, an employee came in and asked me if I liked it. I didn't even ponder it for a second before saying, no, not at all. Seriously, stay away from this mess. Next, Aubrey Plaza plays a woman suffocating with student loan debt and a criminal past that prevents her from getting a decent job before facing no choice but to turn to a life of crime. This is Emily the Criminal. I need a real job, just to, like, pay my loans. Emily, yo, let me uh, hook you up. Mr. driver license. In the next hour, you will make 200 cash, but you will have to do something illegal. You won't be in danger, but you will be breaking the law. Yo, you gonna pay for that? Sorry? I said, are you gonna pay for that? My God. Sorry, man. Tomorrow, you have the option to do another job, okay? What do I have to do? Emily spends her days delivering catering to high-class companies, all to make money to pay off her expensive art school education. It is established that she will never be able to pay off this debt because of compounding interest each month. And every time she tries to get a decent-paying job, she is stopped because a background check reveals a prior assault record. 
One day, a coworker gives her a number to call that will be a way to make some quick money. After calling the number, she discovers it is a credit card fraud scheme where she will be given a fake credit card to buy a television that will then be sold on the black market. For doing this simple act, Emily will receive $200. When she sees how easy it is to do, she continues working for this operation, led by Youssef, played by Theo Rossi, who gives her a burner phone and taser for protection. The thought of getting out of debt is so tempting for Emily that it is hard for her to stop, even as the assignments get more dangerous. I give this film a... See it! Plaza is incredible in this role, and she brings so much depth and emotion to it that you can't help but understand the choices she's making. The film accurately portrays the suffocating feeling one has while dealing with excessive student loan debt. The tension is constant, and you can't help but stay glued to the screen to see what is going to happen next. This is John Patton Ford's directorial debut, and it is a good one. It's my pick of the week, and you should check it out if it is playing near you. Our final featured film this week takes us on a dangerous climb up an abandoned television satellite tower. This is Fall. A horrible thing happened to you. I just want you to be able to move on with your life. Come here. It's coming up on a year. I have something that's planned, and I need a partner in crime. The B-67 TV tower. I haven't climbed since... Becky, if you don't confront your fears, you are always going to be afraid. Let's do it. Let's climb your stupid tower. The film opens with Becky, played by Grace Caroline Curie, her husband Dan, played by Mason Gooding, who's the son of Oscar winner Cuba Gooding Jr., and Becky's best friend Hunter, played by Virginia Gardner. The trio is climbing a mountain face, and as they approach great heights, Dan suffers a mishap and plummets to the ground, dying instantly. Flash forward a year later, and Becky has become an alcoholic, and her father, played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan, is growing more concerned with her as the weeks pass by. He asks Hunter to see if she can get Becky to go away to distract her from the year anniversary coming up. She reluctantly agrees to join Hunter as she attempts to climb an abandoned TV tower that is in the middle of nowhere. Once on top, she can spread Dan's ashes and find closure. Instead, what they find once they get to the top is a rickety tower that begins to fall apart while trapping them at the top with no way down. I give this movie a... Shove it. Some of the scenes were incredible to watch and made my stomach a little queasy, but that is really all this has going for it. The tension was just okay, and the secondary storylines were a bit melodramatic and predictable. And can I just say... I want to know what phones these two were using. Their batteries lasted forever. I used my phone for a couple of hours with good reception and the battery is on life support. Overall, the script was weak, predictable, and lacking in suspense. There wasn't a doubt how this would end, although there is a big twist in the later moments, but the director chose not to show a certain aspect that I won't get into because it would be a spoiler, but either way, this one is okay to skip. That's it for this week's featured films. To recap, 
Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is in theaters now and is a see it. Mac and Rita is in theaters now and is a shove it. Emily the Criminal is in theaters now and is a see it. And Fall is in theaters now and is a shove it. Additionally, it's time for my lightning round reviews of some additional movies in my segment called Quick Picks. The animated film Luck, about a woman who has the worst luck in the world until she meets her lucky charm, is a very cute movie and is playing on Apple TV Plus and is a see it. The drama Summering, about four young girls encountering a mystery in their neighborhood woods, is well-intentioned but not interesting enough to sustain attention and is a shove it. It is currently in theaters. And the comedy Love and Kill Nary is a horrible, ludicrous mess of a movie and is a shove it. It's in theaters now, but don't waste your time or money. Now, let's move on to this week's Binge It or Singe It. A few weeks ago, the Television Academy released their list of nominees for this year's Primetime Emmy Awards. So, from now until the ceremony on September 12th, I will focus on some of the biggest nominees culminating with my predictions of who will win. I've already focused on Only Murders in the Building and Succession. This week, the focus is on another heavily nominated series, Ted Lasso, which earned 20 nominations this year for its second season. I think that's what it's all about, embracing change. Being brave. Your decision to bench Jamie was a masterstroke. I don't think we're allowed to talk like that at work anymore. You got the fear of the other dog. To me, success is not about the wins and losses. It's about helping these young fellas be the best versions of themselves on and off the field. I always figured that tea was just going to taste like hot brown water. And you know what? I was right. Yeah, it's horrible. No, thank you. Welcome to England. Ted Lasso, played by Jason Sudeikis, is an American college football coach who is suddenly transformed into a fish out of water when he is recruited to coach an English Premier League soccer team. Having no coaching experience in the game, Ted faces that challenge, as well as the challenge of winning over the local fans who are extremely passionate about their sport. Ted is hired by the team's owner, Rebecca Welton, played by Hannah Waddingham, who makes the hire to embarrass her philandering ex-husband. But because Ted is so lovable and charming in his personality, it doesn't take long before the community begins to fall in love with him and root for his success. This show is incredibly charming, just like its lead character. The storylines are so well-written and tight that it's very hard not to binge-watch an entire season in one day. The cast is the show's jewel in the crown. Sadekis, Waddingham, and the hilarious Brett Goldstein each won Emmys last year for the show and are nominated again this year, with a strong chance of repeating. It's very difficult to see any flaws in this show, as every character is interesting and given the chance for a major storyline throughout the season. If you're looking for a feel-good comedy, this is the one to watch, and is a definite binge it. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. As always, I'm very grateful. Support your local theaters by going to see some of the movies I reviewed this month. And while you're at it, share my podcast with your movie and TV-loving friends. I appreciate all of your 
continued support. Next week, Idris Elba comes face-to-face with the King of the Jungle in Beast, and the terrifying Orphan gets a prequel in Orphan First Kill. Follow me on Instagram at BrewstersDad73 and rate me wherever you get your podcast. And until next time, have a great week. This episode of See It or Shove It was recorded in Orlando, Florida and is produced by Gregory G. Productions. Music by Mysterio Music. All rights reserved.